So, hello everyone, and welcome to the Failing Feminist podcast. This will be the first episode with uh, Miss Ngaisi and Miss Monique. Yes, and we'll be talking about love in the 255. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to start out easy. <laughs> Not really that easy, but uh, let's start with um, what's your mantra in life? Ooh. Well, if it's about love, love is life, yeah. I think. Love is life? Love is life. Ah, gee, mantra. Be open to... Be open. Be open to all possibilities. Yeah. It's a slippery slope, but be open. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, So my mantra is, I don't know, it's just something I always say. Mm. It's, um, so if not me, then who? Mm. Yeah, because if I'm not going to do it, then who will do it? Yeah. All right. So uh, on to the next question is, um, what's the most positive thing about you being a woman that is an Im- that causes an impact in society? Hmm. You said you started easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think. The most positive or mm-hmm. the strongest thing? The positive. The most positive. I think when you're a woman in society and you do things that people don't expect of you, I think that's very powerful. Yeah. It makes me more powerful when you do it as a woman than as a man, maybe. Yeah. Oh, um, oh no. Never thought about this before. I don't don't want to say the feminine touch, but Mm -hmm. I guess there's there's always a difference mm. I guess yeah. I don't know about me okay I would say the positive thing about me being a woman in society would be the challenging views yeah just challenging mm. the society and the societal mm-hmm. norms mm-hmm. that were put there and just giving it a different perspective mm. opening up a different conversation yeah yeah that's a good one yeah yeah, yeah. now we're going to the Especially, I know you're you're progressive Mm -hmm. in many ways, so I think your views from that point of view as a woman. So uh, back to the softer questions. So um, according to you, what is self-love? I think self-love is when you trust yourself, when you accept the way you are, Mm -hmm. and you can forgive yourself for whatever mistake you make. Yeah, and yeah. be kind to yourself. Yes, absolutely agree. Yeah, yeah. absolutely agree. It's, I've only very recently learned the importance of that. And I don't think it's only very recently that I've actually come to realize what self-love is. I yeah. thought I knew, yeah. but the wholeness of it, yeah. how it has to be all-encompassing, that like you can't just pick and choose what you love about yourself. Yeah. It's got to be everything. And you've yeah. got... And I think that just opened me up to know my blind spots yeah. and know how to deal with them yeah. rather than trying to cover them up mm-hmm. or, yeah, I think it's a kindness to yourself, a listening to yourself yeah. and forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. Those are all good points. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So. Um, Mine would just be everything you said, but it'd also be um, how I speak to myself, in my head that is. Mm-hmm. Like you know how um, when someone else does something wrong, you say, oh, it's not a big deal, it can be fixed. 
Um, for me, I would say um, just talking to myself kindly and just understanding that this is just a mistake and I could learn from it and just accepting the fact that I'm human and it happens. It's yeah. weird how hard we are on ourselves. Yeah. Like you're saying, if it was someone else, it would be a very different kind of conversation. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why we hold ourselves to such high standards. It's a good thing, in a way, I guess. Yeah. But if we do fail, we should also know that yeah. eh, that was a bit too high. Yeah. Yeah. It's a process, right? Yeah. Yeah. I it's think self-love goes through waves, too. Yeah, probably absolutely. moments in your life. Right? So we're talking about self-love. And we spoke about self-awareness in uh, knowing that it's a continuous process. Mm -hmm. We spoke about being, uh, knowing yourself and just forgiving yourself and being kind to yourself and being aware of yourself. So can we talk about uh, self-awareness and how it is to you individually and how it's just, uh, it's a growing process and where you are at that process. Hmm. Where I am in the process. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's a, it's a never-ending learning curve mm -hmm. and I do think I'm a bit older than you two yeah. but still I yeah I cannot say I'm an expert but I do feel that at a certain age I think when I turned 30 mm -hmm. I had a kind of an eye-opening self-awareness yeah. feeling what and I think it, it carries on I think a lot of traveling uh, triggered it like being in different different cultures all the time, in different situations. Um, yeah, this makes this places you in a different position all the time, and which makes you more aware of yeah. yourself, like the way you see the world and realizing that other people see the world maybe differently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it gives you a different perspective. Yes. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's definitely a never-ending, there's no map, mm. there's no route. It's just blob <laughs> that changes forms all the time yeah. but I think what's essential in helping me navigate um, is listening to myself I, I think it's for me at least it's super important for me to sit down whether it's whenever I'm feeling some kind of way and the importance of the questions we ask ourselves and it's Basically, the switch it recommended was instead of asking why, which is probably going to lead us into like a rabbit hole that never ending because there's so many reasons why yeah. we could be there. Like our genes could be a reason, yeah. but what? Like, what about the situation is making me uncomfortable right now? Yeah. And I, I enjoy asking myself that question. I feel like it helps me. Yeah. Yeah. Self-analyze the triggers. Yeah. To some extent, sometimes yeah. it's too like. Yeah, and sometimes it's. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. and that's also okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's also yeah. okay. So um, to me, being self-aware, I used to think um, when I reach 25, I'll know everything about myself. Damn. I will know everything about myself. <laughs> Yeah, we? so I'm 26 and <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a lot more. <laughs> I'm realizing there's a lot more about myself. Like there's something I would think I like, yeah. then it happens and I'm like, hmm, mm -mm. there's something I didn't like here. So I'd have to ask myself, what exactly about it didn't I like? Because when I think about it in my mind, I like it. Once it happens, I'm like, mm -mm. no, no, that's not what I like. Mm. Yeah. So uh, for me, uh, it's a continuous process. And being self-aware for me is knowing um, my limits. That would be, for me, I'm an introvert. Mm. So my limits would be, of late I just realized, 
that uh, my social battery is it crashes down so fast mm. and when it does um, I find a way of um, taking myself out of those situations and what I learned from that is I'm not always the I would just disappear like that and I'm learning that that is a bad habit that is a bad habit mm. yeah and something that needs to be fixed mm. so it's something as simple as that and it's continuous where did you find self-love like, mm. I, I know for you, you said uh, traveling. Yeah, traveling is a big part of my life. I yeah. think, but I think I found self-love before. I was never, I don't think I ever went through episodes in my life where I um, didn't like myself, mm -hmm. or where I was very anxious or had mm -hmm. other yeah. mental state of mind that mm -hmm. was not very positive. Mm -hmm. I think I'm positive by nature, mm -hmm. and I think my parents really um, taught me that. The way mm -hmm. they act and do mm -hmm. is, I think, what I took as an example. Yeah. I like um, I like what you said about yeah. your parents, on how you went back on, um, I'm sure this has something to do with how you were brought up. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I like yes. how you went down on seeing how it influences you today. Yes, how, it definitely um, does. Yes, yes, on how you practice self-love. And I think I see that as I go, as I get older, I see this more and more, that mm -hmm. the roots of many of these things, mm -hmm. love and how you see yourself, are the way you brought up, I think. Yeah. Or yeah. how your parents showed you this in a way. Yeah. Without actually talking about it. They never really yeah. talked about yeah. these things. Yeah. But the way they behave and the way they act around yeah. me and my brother, yeah. I think this is... Yeah. Yeah. So you just picked it up. Yeah. 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 Where did I find some? I, 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 I don't think I, I went through any kind of... I don't think I was actively negative towards myself. Mm -hmm. Maybe passive mm -hmm. about myself. Just, I think, especially during the teenage years. Yeah. But, like, actively seeking to know about myself. Um, I think after I moved out of my parents' house, then, because in that house, it was about everyone, because I'm the firstborn. It was about everyone but me. Like, yes. You have to make sure Dennis ready, you have to make sure da 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 but after I moved out, it was now just me figuring it out, and yeah, that was, I, I liked myself. Like, oh, okay, I like this person. I like how she's navigating the world. It's the first time being out, and I think it just deepened my commitment to understand myself better. Yeah. I'm absolutely, I absolutely agree with uh, the both of you, because, um, where I found self-love was, I didn't go through anything traumatic. Mm. So for me, it would be from uh, my upbringing as well. Um, and the time I realized um, the, how essential self-love is, was in high school, actually. It was in high school, after finishing my A-levels. Yes, there was a lot going on at home, finishing school, navigating that. And at, at that time, you, you tend to forget about yourself. Everyone has the expectations of you. This one wants you to do this. This one wants you to do this. But then you're like, what do I want? What do I want? Like, I'm not sure what I want, but do I have an idea of what I want? Yeah. We're still on the easy questions. <laughs> <laughs> I am already so like, <laughs> Okay. This is, I feel like, th this is obvious, but uh, do you love people better when you love yourself? Yes. Yes, definitely yes. When yeah. you're when you feel good and when you're happy about yourself and about life, mm. 
everyone else seems nicer to yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a glass you yes. yeah. or it's like a lens you mm -hmm. get yes. to see others and I only very recently acquired it mm -hmm. thankfully it, it's still a little foggy but we're working on it yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah I feel like it brings an openness to accepting people yeah. and how they are mm -hmm. and being able to love them that way yeah. as opposed to if you're closed off and you're you have your own baggage yeah. which we always do but if you're more aware of it mm -hmm. and you're still open yeah. you're just able to love people mm -hmm. more openly whereas yeah, yeah if, if you still have things holding you back or yeah. have a certain way of viewing people you yeah. you put expectations on them you view them not really as they are, but mm -hmm. how you expect them to be to you. Yes. And that just messes things up, I think. Yeah, yeah I like what you say about the lens or the yeah. filter. Yeah. If your yeah. filter is dark, you look through the dark filter and you see everything. Everything is yeah. terrible. Yeah. And then I realize everything is about perception. Mm -hmm. It's about perception. So how you perceive someone else um, loving you when you're not loving yourself, mm. It's not the same way they would perceive how they are loving you. I don't know mm -hmm. if I'm making sense. Because yes. that's yeah. how um, these toxic relationships come. Yeah. It's yeah. You're in a bad place, and you probably feel very undeserving of love. And somebody's showing you weird, twisted attention. Mm. And you're, you're responding to yeah. it, because you're not in a place to make a better decision for yourself. Yeah. yeah. And you're accepting it, because you feel like, this is as much as I can get right now. Mm -hmm. Like this is as good as it gets. Mm -hmm. But once you love yourself and you're in tune with yourself, the moment someone uh, they're giving you love, but it's not the type of love you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it could be a narcissistic type of love, or it could be toxic. It would be easier to recognize it mm -hmm. when you're present at that particular time in self-love. Yes. Yeah. That's how I feel about that. And saying no and yeah. being okay with the no meaning you have to be by yourself. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Even though that's hard. Yes, yeah, and yeah. this is something yeah. I think you have to learn yes, mm -hmm. throughout life. You end up in situations where you, mm -hmm. at some point, you have to choose yourself. Mm -hmm. yes, mm -hmm. right. yes. And sometimes it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard choosing yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because sometimes you don't know how to, um, how to be alone by yourself. So just choosing someone else showing you some attention as opposed to no attention. So you're saying, I would rather I keep this person close. Yeah. Then have no attention at all. So yeah. I would take the whatever they're giving, mm -hmm. even though it's half, it's half of whatever it is. I know mm -hmm. I should be getting. Mm -hmm. But you're saying oh, no one else would love me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. A something is better than nothing. Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. is better than nothing. What are your love languages? Oh, we just sneak peek into your questions. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about this. <laughs> but yeah, I think. Um, the way I speak in my love language is kind actions. Mm -hmm. I'm not so much a person to buy gifts. I also don't expect gifts mm -hmm. from others. Mm -hmm. um, in words, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. If I really love somebody, I will. They will hear it. I will tell yeah. um, But I think actions is the most yeah. powerful love language. I think. Yeah. I think so too. I would say uh, words of affirmation. Yeah. 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 Uh, my partner, actually, mm -hmm. my previous partner, mm -hmm. was the one who taught me this: mm -hmm. that love is essentially boils down to actions. Because you yeah. could say I love you all yeah. day long, mm -hmm. and your actions be speaking a whole different language. So, I firmly believe in 
the actions, not just acts of kindness, but mm -hmm. just actions that say, I care about you. Yes. And I, I think about you and you're important to me. So I think that's how I express love. Mm -hmm. I don't have the words for it, yeah. <laughs> so you won't hear much yeah. from me. I will show you, I suppose. Yeah. But So there are five uh, types of love languages. Um, so far, I've gotten uh, words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. I've gotten. I'm trying to place. I, I don't want to say acts of service, mm. but it's in between there. Yeah. Um, is it? I think it's actions as it's well. Actions as well. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. don't necessarily have to be actions of service. Yes. Actions, yeah. of actions. actions of kindness. Actions of kindness. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, my love language would be. Um, Quality time. Mm. Quality mm, that's time is essential. Yes. Yeah. Like uh, we could be sitting in the same room, but that's not quality time to me. Mm. What yeah. are we doing sitting in the same room? Yes. Yeah. If you're both on your phone, then it's yeah. 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 If you're yeah. both on the phones, then what are we doing? Mm. So for me, it's uh, quality time and acts of service as well as action. For me, acts of service being okay. You can buy me gifts. You can tell me uh, nice things, but I want to know. A light bulb went off. Yeah, I can fix it myself. Mm -hmm. I have, I'm also doing the dishes. I'm also cooking. I want someone that will not uh, just sit down and watch TV. You will get up. Either you'll fix that bulb yeah. or you'll do the dishes while I do that. For me, that's how I feel like I am being shown love. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so like for some people, yeah. Like a partner. Yes, like yeah. a partner. Like a partner. So for me, uh, for some people, you get find that um, you get in a relationship and you don't understand each other's love language. Yes, yeah, so and that happens a lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you don't ask each other. You're just like, ah, no, well, love. Yeah. Maybe you don't know also yeah. your love. Yeah. Because yeah. now that I'm thinking about this more, mm. if I, if you ask me where the self-love comes from, if I think about my dad, for mm. example, mm -hmm. the way he showed me that he loves me, he doesn't tell me I love you. Mm -hmm. It's not really a common thing in our household mm -hmm. just to yeah. tell each other this. But he does. He will do everything for me, and I'm 100 percent sure about that. Yeah. If mm. there is something wrong in my life or something has to be fixed or simple things like a light bulb, he yeah. will do it. And yeah. that's his love language. Yeah. And I trust that completely, I think. Yeah. Mm. I agree with that. Because it's the same with my mom as well. Because sometimes you'll find your love languages is influenced by someone in your life yeah. yes. prior. So for me with my mom, with active service and quality time, no matter how busy she is, she'll find time. You're sitting in the same room, but she won't be on the phone or watching TV. She'll find time and ask me, so what's mm. new? What's new in your life right now? Do mm -hmm. you have something to tell me? Do you want to talk about it? I mean, no, it's nothing new. It could be something you recently found out at work. Mm. You talk to her about it, and she's like, okay. Then she exchanges her ideas. Yeah. Mm. That's how. I and quality time, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Uh, so, where did you first feel like you're experiencing love? Um, I think in different stages. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, my parents and my brother. Mm -hmm. I think that's my the first connection to love. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, my first love, mm -hmm. as in love relationship. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's where I experienced love. Yeah. I'm now uh, <laughs> maybe a few relationships over, yeah. and I feel it again. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. It's good yeah. to know that yeah. for some reason young people have this idea that love can only be experienced once mm -hmm. like no, if i can't have you now because i love you mm -hmm. i will never feel this way again yeah ah drama <laughs> <laughs> i also love with uh, not just relationships mm -hmm. with other people but love for like
like how I develop my love for traveling mm -hmm. or for sports. Mm -hmm. That's also an That's also an eye opening. Yeah. 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 My run in with love. Bro. I guess my mother. Yeah. Yeah. It it was and it's only now that I can look at it like love, but she was very committed to making sure that me and my siblings are okay, even when circumstances were extremely difficult. Um, she, in some, she wasn't able to express it mm -hmm. in a way that a child would understand most of yeah. the time until very much later on in my life. But looking back, I think, yeah, my, my mother. And then, yeah, my, my really, really one major relationship. And I was in love and I felt loved. And in the things that I do too. I feel love. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And it could also be from uh, different people. It could be from friendships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This person uh, putting in the time, creating a brunch date, mm -hmm. or like how you two are traveling together. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea mm -hmm. on how you're building friendships. And you can feel a certain type of connectedness yeah. through that. <laughs> I have to do this again. It's like drugs. <laughs> like drugs. Yeah. <laughs> it is drugs, actually. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think that covered on uh, where you get your references on how you should be loved because you said our parents. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So um, okay. It also covered uh, the influences that shaped when we were younger that shaped your thinking today regarding love. I feel like mm -hmm. that also went uh, in depth on that. Mm -hmm. Unless there's something you want to add. Mm. You mean how you fall in love? What did um, you say? Like when you were younger, how your the influences, like mm. for example, how you were saying uh, your father would uh, fix the light bulb. Ah, mm. uh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so that yes. just shaped how yeah. you're viewing how love, you view love as an adult. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How has love evolved in your past relationships? Um. Yeah, maybe if I look. Up look back at the self-love part I think I always love myself because I I think I'm quite good at following my heart and doing yeah. what I think is good for me yes. yeah. um, but I think I was not super aware of it mm -hmm. so I think my relationships yeah. maybe kind of helped me look at myself more and ask myself more questions yeah, um, yeah. Difficult one. <laughs> <Pass>. <laughs> Wait, what was the question? How has love evolved in your past relationships? So this could evolved. mean, yeah, so this could mean um, in high school, this person you feel like you, lo you love when this person let's say oh. she likes flowers, okay. and then you're in your twenties, yes. you're like, ah, okay. this person, let's move in, and ah. then after that, yeah, okay, yeah. I think I still feel like if you fall in love with somebody, yeah. this feeling is still the same. Yeah, that's mm. true, but. Um, maybe the definition of love changes mm -hmm. a little bit. Like yeah. in high school, I would fall in love with somebody, and yeah. it feels so intense and so strong. But yeah. after a week, it's also gone. Yeah. 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 Oh well. <laughs> yeah. But now I realize I think love is a lot about uh, trust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I fully trust somebody, uh, mm -hmm. and I feel that I can give endlessly without. Yeah without feeling that I'm giving and not gavi getting yeah. anything back. Yeah. I think this this now, at this stage in my life, defines all, yeah. love. Yeah. There are certain people in my life that I will always give yeah. Yeah. the fullest without 
it doesn't matter what they do. Mm. Yeah. Like unconditional. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think for me in high school and all those is more like, I like how they look. Yeah. 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 Looking at them. <laughs> that, was, that was love in exactly. high school. Exactly. Like, I want them to look at me the same way. <laughs> So yeah, that was that was high school, and then college. I have no idea what happened there. <laughs> and then, <laughs> um, then my first serious relationship. I think it was a lot about trust. I felt like I could really trust this person, yeah. and mm-hmm. it encouraged me to also trust myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in that relationship because it was very intense. You know, yeah. feeling that way about someone yeah. you haven't before. And it was very mature love, more at that stage, at least in my life. Um, communication was happening, trust was happening, and I guess it was what I needed. And and now I don't know. I'm very happily single, so I I, I don't really know what my next love is going to look like. Yeah. So, eh, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I like how uh, we, you all covered on how uh, your love evolved from high school, then mm. she went to college, then after college. Mm. And the stage you are mm. right now. So uh, for me, in high school, it was it's there. <laughs> yeah, you feel it's it. There. It happens, but eh, okay. Uh, one week. I don't know what it is. One week it's wonder. Like, yeah, one week wonder. You're like, mm, okay, that happened. So then, um, in uni, towards the end of uni, that's when I experienced my first serious love, where I learned to trust. I learned to, because this person was teaching me to experience things outside of myself pushing myself and um, that could be physically emotionally expressing myself because um, majority of people when when they're upset they shut down so this person was pushing me to express myself each and every single time I'm upset because they can't read my mind yeah Yeah, so that pushed my boundaries and just learned more on how to love Mm. and also um, the person was expressive so that also taught me how to be expressive. Mm-hmm. So I came to the term of um, expressive women deserve expressive men. Because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you'd find someone is so expressive, but it comes off as emotional yeah. or nagging. Yeah. But once someone yeah. understands, so you've been saying this and this for the whole week. Okay, mm-hmm. let's unpack that. Why do you feel this way? Yeah. What have I done that made you feel this way? And what can I do to stop you making, feel this, making you feel this way? Or something that would just minimize the damage. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So imagine being that expressive and then being with someone who is not expressive. Mm. So it's like a barrier. It's a problem. Yeah. 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 But I do think sometimes you find mm-hmm. in stages in your life, you find people that are quite the opposite like mm-hmm. you and you learn a lot. Like yeah. in every relationship you learn new things about love. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And also it's always the opposites that you learn more about. Yeah. Because yeah. if you meet someone you're all the same, it's like, Okay, so mm. now so I need to learn more. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also good when you're the same. But I think for me that expressiveness, at least now, mm-hmm. is almost a requirement. Yeah. For mm-hmm. a relationship from to work with. This me. is a part of good communication. Oh yeah. 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 Extremely important. Yeah. 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 I would say at the stage where I am right now, I would also say the same thing. Mm. If you're not able to express yourself, I'm not sure how I can fix anything yeah. or how we can make it better <laughs> <Good day>. yeah <laughs> yeah this yeah. is uh, 
This is powerful. Yeah. I think another question will might lead back to this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a core or something. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, the next question is, do you believe it's 50-50 in a relationship? This could be financially, or it could be, let's say, um, you do the house chores, this person takes care of the kids. Hmm. You go to yeah. a 95 job, and I like, stay just, home. You're balancing it out, but once they come like this, they are they balance each out to be 50-50. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I think yeah. this is maybe one of the evolving things in love. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because maybe I, I thought it was like that, that yeah. it had to be 50-50. Mm-hmm. But actually, if I look back at all my relationships and also my relationship now, mm-hmm. it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. I mean, you both, of course, do what you can. Yeah. And what you can give and what you want to give. Yeah. Um, but it's not always 50-50%. I mm-hmm. think there's also times when it's 80-20. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. times when it's 40-60. Uh, there's yeah. times when it's, I don't know, when when mm. you or your partner is really in the low. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. only 10 and the other one has to give yeah. 90. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I absolutely okay. agree with what she said. Because um, you'd find, uh, with having the mentality that everything has to be 50-50, mm-hmm. and not having to change that mentality, you need someone when they're at their lowest, mm-hmm. and yeah. they require 90% from you. Yeah. And you're not able to bring that 90%, but when you need the 90%, this person's there. Mm, yeah. So it just it pushes you to step up. Yeah. Ah, no, I, I don't think you can put numbers on this thing. <laughs> yeah, no. measure. I'm putting your 50% of the other. I don't know. It is about being there yeah. and for, yeah. for you to feel like they're doing the same. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's going to ebb and flow. You're going mm-hmm. to give more sometimes than others. Yeah. But you're going to feel okay giving more mm. because you know when you do need that, yeah. it'll be there. It'll be there. And uh, sometimes you'll feel okay giving more when you actually know it'll be there. Sometimes you will give more, but it won't be there. Mm. Yeah, that's, I, that's the what I want to say. Yes. Yeah. There's yeah. no, I don't expect it in return. Yeah. I give it because I feel I can give it and I want yeah. to give. Yeah. Mm. I give it because I love you. I'm not yes. expecting you to do it back. I give yeah. it because I know it will make you happy. And mm-hmm. if you're happy, I'm happy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 I think. What, what I'm saying when I say you know it'll be there is because this person has shown you mm-hmm. before yeah. that they're there for you. Yeah. So you feel a safety mm-hmm. in, if I'm in my lowest, yeah. I don't have to worry about you running yeah. away. Yeah. Mm. I feel like you're there for me too. Yeah, this that is the trust. So where were we? Alright, uh, how do you keep your individuality separate in your relationship? So sometimes I know when you get in a relationship, you get so mm. consumed in it mm-hmm. that you become this other person's person that you forget to be your own person, to go on your own journey, to grow as an individual. Yeah. Hmm. So how do you keep your individuality separate? I'm going to turn it around a little bit. <laughs> okay. Because okay. <laughs> If I listen to my my best friends, my close mm. two friends from have been friends for a long time, and mm. also my my parents and especially my dad, mm. they often tell me in relationship, Monique, you are, if you keep chasing your own heart all mm. the time, <laughs> these people are gonna run away from yeah. you because you're too, you stay too much track, with your yeah. individu- individuality. Yeah. You need to bend a little bit more towards yeah. Yeah. towards yeah. them as well. Yeah. Um, but I. Not fully agree with it <laughs> because I do realize that when I'm in a relationship, I do start doing things that my my partner would do yeah. because I'm curious about their side of life and I'm open to try whatever they have mm-hmm. in mind too, yeah. as long as I feel 
yeah, yeah I can try this. Not yeah. necessarily things that will stick with me maybe for yeah. the rest of my life or yeah. I will take over. Yeah. But yeah. like the learning process. Yes. Yeah. 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 I agree with that because you're also supporting your partner's individuality mm. by learning yes. what they're doing and being interested in it. Yeah. And it's almost it's also more fun when it's also reciprocated. Yes. 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 It's when also fun to do things together if yeah. you have similar interests in, in certain ways and you can mm. do it together. Yeah. It's super fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm at, I, I, I agree with your disagreement. Because <laughs> that's the stage I'm at. I, I actually think it is a problem because mm-hmm. I am one track minded in that way. Yeah. Like I, it, it just, for me to bend a little bit, it's, it's just, I will take interest if it does sound interesting. Yeah. So I, I guess for me to even get to a point where I like you, there will be things that intrigue me mm-hmm. that I would like to try. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I, I, I really like to protect my own sense of my my routines, the way yeah. I do things. Yeah. I'm open to doing them differently yeah. if the person brings them brings up the better way to do them. Yeah. But, but um, this moment, yeah. I don't know. I like what you just said on how you like to maintain your individuality and if this person wants to partake in it, that's fine. And uh, most people get lost in relationships because once their partner doesn't show interest mm-hmm. in whatever it is they like, they'll say, ah, maybe he doesn't like it, he doesn't mm-hmm. validate it. Let me do something that he'll validate. Mm-hmm. Then you, you start taking part in more of his hobbies. You leave yours all alone. So you lose yourself all into this whole yeah, relationship. I, being I cannot imagine person. that. And it is horrifying. That sounds miserable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And um, also, do you believe love is a continuous exercise? Yes. Yeah. If, if even love being myself, yeah. which is probably the biggest thing you have to do, yeah. it is every day mm-hmm. that okay. wake up and like, shoot, that was a really terrible day, but mm-hmm. you know what? I'm still a pretty darn good person. Yeah. It takes a lot. And mm-hmm. I can only imagine extending that to another person mm-hmm. that you've only known for however long. Yeah. And it's very different from you. Mm-hmm. You don't know everything that's going on yeah. with them. I can only imagine how difficult that is. So. Uh, I like how you said um, you're getting to know this other person. But when you get in a relationship, there's these people who um, start to think that you don't know everything about me. You, you find, uh, I don't know everything about myself. Mm? No, exactly. That's mm? where I started. Yeah, mm. yeah like, I don't you know keep changing. Everything yeah. about myself. I'm so. changing. I'm evolving. So um, me saying love is a continuous exercise, let's change together. Mm-hmm. And when we change, let's see how will our love evolve mm-hmm. with our changes? How will we adapt to our changes together? Yeah. Yeah. Because if we don't grow together, we will grow apart. And that's... Yeah, you do. You do need to make an effort. Yeah. To yeah. Um, in the actions and the quality time and communication yeah. and all this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But love is also some kind of undefined. Like you cannot really explain. Oh. Like it. I feel it's always there, but sometimes mm. not paying too much attention to it, and things yeah. go into a routine. Yeah. And then you, and then I don't know. Some things can bring back your passion. Mm. Yeah. I think relationships go through these waves. Anyway. Yeah. So it's a yeah. continuous. Yeah. So the exercise. time uh, yeah. relationships are more relaxed and it's slightly yeah. more boring, and the times yeah. are high. Yes. And it's okay. Uh, for me, I, I, I'm using the word uh, boring because you find sometimes that relationship is at a peaceful stage. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like a routine. Yeah. You've got an into routine. But let me ask two more questions that we're done. Where did your last relationship end? When or where? why? Why? Um, so I was married for 
uh, I met my ex when I was 21 mm -hmm. and we were together for 12 years but we were married for six years and it ended I think it ended because he stopped loving himself mm. yeah so mm. this maybe ties back into our previous mm. questions mm. Yeah. yeah he I think he always had a quite a up and down life emotionally mm. um, but I loved him 100% and I was able to give mm. my 100% when yeah. he was low or mm. and I accepted that completely mm. um, until I think he got to a stage where he was he, he couldn't he couldn't continue because I think the roots of love loving yourself they yeah. were not there anymore uh -huh. yeah that's deep it is yeah, yeah. Um, I think I needed um, I, I did get into this relationship when I was I hadn't really experienced much mm -hmm. in terms of life and it was an amazing relationship it taught me so much but I felt at some point that I need to step away from this and experience whatever else and it wasn't necessarily experiencing other people but just what am I outside this relationship um, and it was sad because was, I was leaving such a comfortable thing but at the same time Right now, mm -hmm. this moment, yeah. I do not regret it. Yeah. It was a really good decision. Yeah. Yeah. So why did, I, why uh -huh. did my last relationship end? Um, it ended because I wasn't able to be kind in the, amidst all the madness that was mm -hmm. happening. And it also goes to um, me being expressive. So I'm expressive. I expect expressiveness. So if you're not expressive, I take it as it's a roadblock for mm -hmm. me and it reached a point I wasn't able to be kind to myself sometimes and that also just came out to me not being kind to him mm -hmm. yes so it just it reached a point where I don't know I wasn't good I wasn't that much of a good person mm -hmm. at that time A deep insight yeah yeah especially I think in relationships we often turn the mirror to the other person as yeah. at least if we don't have that kind of self-awareness but like Monique's you would think she's turning the mirror to the other person yeah. but it's only because she recognizes what not loving yourself looks like yeah. Yeah. and she's known this person for so long yeah. and then for me it's knowing what I needed at that time yeah. for you it's knowing I'm not being the best person I can be right now, and it's not good for either of us. So that's a powerful way to end it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a depressing yeah. way to end it. Right? <laughs> this oh. teaches me again something about love, talking about this. Yeah. 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 Verbalizing it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so um, the last question What's the misunderstood thing that men don't understand about women in relationships? Oh, wow. We should have a man up in here. We yeah, really should. Mm. should. Can we ask a man in the, like next, <laughs> uh, in the next podcast? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, could, this can be the next question in the next podcast. Yeah. I wanted to start this thing where I started, I'm, I'm watching the Man Talk podcast, mm -hmm. KE. Have you, have you listened no, to that? Oh, that's so good. It's so powerful. Basically, it's just um, they're taking the male perspective mm -hmm. in all different aspects. 
Okay. Yeah, it's love from a male perspective. It's family. It's raising children from a male perspective. Okay. Because all is hearing women saying, yeah, oh, raising children, this, this, yeah, this, the love, this, part. this, this. So um, they come together as men, different perspectives, mm-hmm. totally different perspectives. And it just gives you a deep dive into what a man could possibly be feeling mm. during these particular times. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what they misunderstood. It's not really that if I look back at my relationships that <laughs> all of them yeah. misunderstood the same yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. They all misunderstood something totally different. Yeah. So, yeah. Or it could be me that I misunderstood. Yeah. But what yeah. I have learned about men, uh, we give them a bad rap. I think the like men do have a bad reputation out there. I don't know why, <laughs> but <laughs> I think I've gotten to know spectacular men yeah. who, when they do show up in a way that is self-aware yeah. and they they're grounded, yeah. it's a beautiful kind of um, in, in both friendships and yeah. in relationships. I don't. I I love men. Yeah. Yeah. Great people, they're a great race of people. So uh, you're saying about um, a certain, mm, okay, I was about to say a certain gender, mm. <laughs> certain <Men>. gender, <laughs> that <laughs> other gender that you met that are actually great. You know, most of the times you hear women say, "Men are not this, men are dogs, men are this." There's mm. actually some really good men in friendships, in all that, in love. I've mm. experienced some really good men in love. I've experienced some really good men in friendships. Yeah, yes, I don't really give them a bad reputation. I think. Yeah. 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 Taking so great examples in my life. Yeah. Great. Yeah. 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 Of course, they're ones that are a little bit weird. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but same as women. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Both people are weird. Both genders. We have weirdos. Yeah. 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 Okay, so it's getting dark. Thank Super you so dark. much yeah. for coming to the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so happy you came. And Miss Ngaisi for coming to the podcast. Yeah, so this is the first episode. I'm still debating on what to name this episode, but I am so glad. You'll be inspired as your editor. Yeah? yeah? Yes, nice. This was the yeah. first time I did a podcast. This Woo! Is cool. <laughs> yes, I'm happy this was able to inspire. Thank you. So um, thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. I do not know what the next topic will be, but I'm sure it, it will beat this one. Yeah. I will try to make it fit this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hope everyone's having a great day.